Welcome to the Mixing Babies and Business podcast. I'm your host, Amy Lynch, and I'll be covering all things parenthood, business, flexible, and remote work with kids. I'll be sharing a mixture of solo mini episodes and interviews with other business and community leaders who also happen to be parents. Season three of the podcast has been sponsored by the Startup Community Empowerment Fund, which is presented by Startup Canada, MasterCard Canada, Sovereign Insurance, and UPS Canada. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a review online. It helps other parents find the podcast. Visit mixingbabiesandbusiness.com. This bonus mini episode features a replay of the talk that I gave for a Startup Parentpreneur panel event in October, where each speaker discussed their experiences as a business founder and a parent. I've been bringing my children into business settings since becoming a parent in 2016, and after getting frustrated by a lack of inclusive corporate spaces and programming for primary caregivers like myself, I started producing parent-friendly professional development events, digital resources, and now this podcast. My oldest kid made a campaign during my Q&A session at the end, which you can watch on Startup Vancouver's YouTube channel, linked in the show notes. Let's get into it. Excuse me, could you please hold my baby while I load my pitch deck? Is there a change table in the washroom? May I borrow your chair so that I can nurse my child? These are all questions I've asked complete strangers since becoming a parent over five years ago. Hi, my name is Amy. I'm a writer and founder of Mixing Babies and Business and I've been bringing my children into business settings with me since they were a few weeks old. They're now aged five and three, and I'm six months pregnant, expecting our third kid sometime around Christmas. I've been bringing them into business settings since they're a few weeks old, and this is not because I was told to or given permission, but because I never thought that I couldn't. As a freelance remote worker living overseas before becoming a parent, I was used to attending networking events solo and working from wherever. Once I became a parent, without family nearby or childcare that I felt that I could trust, I never thought twice about bringing my newborn with me everywhere, (laughs) including into co-working spaces, startup accelerators, conferences, and even a job interview. When my first son was born, I signed up to a startup program for parents. From the time he was seven weeks old until he was four months, I'd load up his diaper bag and my laptop in the stroller, and we'd take the train once a week across the city to the sessions. The only time I felt like I was learning how to balance as a parentpreneur was when I'd attempt to load him and his stroller from the platform onto the train safely, which I always ended up having to ask a stranger to assist me with. It's something I became more and more comfortable with over time, saying what I needed at the moment, asking for help, and learning how to receive it openly when it arrived. It was during these early months as a new parent that I also learned about how to complete a business model canvas, financing options for my business, and protecting my intellectual property. I also learned a lot by doing. Did you know that you can attend a live workshop while changing your baby's diaper or feeding them if the moment calls for it? That you can pitch to potential investors or deliver a talk to a crowded room while baby wearing or rocking your child? That you can participate in a lunchtime meeting while breastfeeding and others will offer to cut up your food so that you can eat too? If the building is accessible, you can wheel a stroller in and use it as a baby change table if the lack of facilities leaves you no other choice. That you can interview for a job with your toddler, spend half of the time trying to keep them away from all of the computer cords and still get offered the role. 
Complete strangers will approach you to offer you their chair, grab you a coffee, or ask if there's anything that they can do to make you a bit more comfortable. I didn't know any of these things until I started entering business spaces with my kids. In articulating what I needed and learning how to question the way that things had traditionally been done, I became an accidental activist. For the most part, people agreed with me. I could and should bring my kids with me everywhere, but it wouldn't always be comfortable or easy. The tube stations would have stairs. We'd eat our breakfast at the early morning startup workshops that I would attend. They both would spit up on me during our meetings uh, or pull at my hair while I was trying to do my elevator pitch. I've had to change my kids on floors, benches, sofas, tables, strollers, and the back of my car. We were never asked to leave. We just didn't always feel welcome. And I say we, but it was mainly me. I don't know how the kids felt because they were too little at the time. What started as an exercise in me validating a business idea gradually became more about the problems I was faced with most days as a parentpreneur. Why do parenthood and professional development feel like they have to be an either or situation? Why does it seem like a special request to have a baby change area for families? Why are most in-person and virtual events planned during daycare, school drop-off, pickup, or bedtimes? How many people are we excluding when we don't address these questions? So I started to document my experiences with photos and blog posts advocating for more inclusive corporate environments. I approached other parents at parks, libraries, and when I saw them at business events, I asked them how their own experiences had been to date. And you know what? They felt the same. The current programs and spaces aren't designed for them, so I decided to start creating my own. As a result, baby change tables have been installed in a local entrepreneurship space here in Ottawa. Parent-friendly professional development events have been hosted by me across the city where I've set up these pop-up children's play areas and brought in guest speakers to host business workshops for parents. People have witnessed babies and toddlers crawling around play areas in these business incubator spaces, and the reaction has often been met with wide-open gazes and disbelief, but then, you know, an acknowledgement of, hey, why didn't we have this before? Why don't we have more of these kind of things? Audiences have seen that a guest speaker can still deliver a talk and sit on a panel alongside their baby and toddler, and the kids won't cry the entire time. Like most adults at networking events, kids just need some snacks. New connections have been made, messages have been shared and received. We need to create more inclusive business spaces and experiences for parents. I've always shown up as I am alongside my kids, but I haven't always felt balanced. There are many things I've done which I wouldn't recommend, but at the time, I wasn't aware that I could make a different choice. I've planned events on too little sleep and looked after other parents when I probably should have taken more naps with my baby. I've driven away from a meeting, leaving my stroller parked on the sidewalk and didn't realize it until I was across the city and unpacking my kid in his car seat at home. I've sat through a business conference and client meetings while having a miscarriage because I was on a deadline. And I'm not able to attend this session live because I'm having a difficult pregnancy. And unfortunately, I was too ill to do the talk live. But I find that I'm constantly learning not so much about balance, but about how to honor my body, my own health and wellness, while also honoring my work commitments while also honoring my parenting responsibilities and my needs as a parent. 
I've learned that you can keep showing up as you are in all of your parenting glory. But over the past few years, I've learned that the show doesn't always have to go on, or at least not as you thought it had to. While those are a few moments I can now reflect on a bit differently, I'm also proud of myself for achieving small changes for other parentpreneurs in the process. Since the pandemic has unfolded, these messages have been reverberating loud and clear. We need to support parents, their families, and the work that they do. There is no such thing as work-life balance. There are just tons of tiny choices we make to try to get through each and every day, doing the best we can as parents, employees, and entrepreneurs. I don't want to encourage you to seek out a balance which doesn't exist in the same way, shape, or form for every parent because we are all unique with different family structures and individual needs. But we are all human, seeking connection, meaning, and possibly to make an impact while we're here. Don't self-reject, opt out, or exclude yourself from places because you think that you don't belong. Until public policy and private industry can meet the needs of people who want to pursue their professional goals alongside their families, it's up to you and I to create solutions, keep advocating for change, and showing up for ourselves and our kids as we are. I believe everyone deserves to design a life that works for them and their family. How can we make it easier to be more inclusive of parents in business settings? How can parents keep creating space for themselves and keep this conversation going? For those of you who are planning events or running a team, take time to consider the needs of people who are parents in your network. Are you asking people to trade their family time for early morning or late evening events or meetings held during the school pickup time, people's dinner time, or bedtime routine? Do you require all attendees in virtual meetings to turn their cameras and audios on? You could be putting others in an uncomfortable position if they're trying to simultaneously feed or look after kids at home. If you're back in the office and hosting in-person events, can your guests heat up baby food or formula? And do you have a private area or meeting room that's comfortable for nursing mothers to use if it's requested? Do you use accessible and gender-neutral washrooms? And if so, do they have signage and a baby change table? Flexible childcare is scarce and offering it can improve participation amongst your event attendees and your guest speakers. Hopefully by sharing these stories and suggestions with you today, it will encourage other parentpreneurs and businesses to continue testing them out. I've also created resources for parents navigating the corporate jungle with kids, including a newsletter, podcast, and events. You can visit mixingbabiesandbusiness.com to learn more. For now, I just wanted to thank you for listening to part of my parenthood journey and remind you that parenthood and professional development don't have to be mutually exclusive. Thanks for your time and for listening. Look after yourselves and keep showing up as you are. Thanks for tuning in to learn a bit more about my parentpreneur journey so far and my thoughts and suggestions for how corporations and organizations can create more parent-friendly business spaces and programming. All of us were presenting from different time zones across Canada and there were some great takeaways and different points that apply to both parenthood and entrepreneurship from each of the guest speakers, which you can watch on Startup Vancouver's YouTube channel linked in the show notes. My flexible work movement has been named as a finalist for Canada's top 100 recovery projects in 2020 by Future of Good, and I was asked to join the Startup Canada Communities Network in 2021. You can access more business resources for parents on my website at mixingbabiesandbusiness.com. Thanks for listening.